0: It's the Suncast Podcast covering the Sun Conference and all its sports.
1: How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome into another episode of Suncast. Apologies for no episode at the end of last week. We had some audio issues uh, on our end. Again, sincere apologies for that uh but we have a great episode for y'all today we are officially at the halfway mark the official official halfway mark not the halfway mark of the halfway mark the halfway mark we are 50% done with basketball in the sun conference uh this year uh manny we know about as much as we did coming in uh it's crazy conference on on both sides but uh we are going to talk a little baseball uh today really not a lot to go over other than a great weekend uh in in Sun conference baseball and run over it real quick. I mean, it's Kaiser four and some really good games against a solid Bruton Parker team. Uh, St. Thomas goes th- three, three and one. And I think if you want to look, if you want to look ahead of what a lot of games are going to look like in the sun conference this year, baseball wise, I mean, look at what just happened game four of that game. There's going to be a lot, a lot of games where it's just going to be like, okay, who's going to have the pitching depth to not give up 19 runs Uh Also uh, had Southeastern, Southeastern started their their season, sweet, solid, Um, a little bit different. Uh, You know, it's going to be a little bit different Southeastern team. We're going to save that for next episode. Uh, We have Reese Wissinger on uh, and we also have Stephen Cullen making his debut on on, uh, the podcast next episode. uh, There's an announcement for you. Yeah, I, I brought Steve on. Uh, you know, Manny's taking a new role with me with NAISB. Manny's here. Uh, we're gonna be, uh, you know, man, I mean, he's here. We're gonna be, still be talking Sun, Sun Conference basketball throughout the rest of this year. But Manny, uh, is going to be helping me with NAISB this season and for the uh, uh, future as it as it holds. Um, and a guy that I've uh, decided to, to bring in on my part, um, you know, former uh, first baseman DH for Southeastern, uh, Stephen Cullen. I mean, a guy's got a great history in the in the in the sun conference um you know he's got uh you know we're going to talk with him that next episode really getting to know him more um yeah he's going to be great you know he's uh uh, (laughs) definitely a a guy etched in suncast history he's been on a couple times um great great guy i mean he's grown he's learned a lot both both of us uh like like i said he's og suncast guy so it's been nice been able to you know have him on uh it's gonna be fun. It's so definitely gonna be a fun spring having him on to talk with some Sun Conference baseball. But Manny, on this episode, uh, we we have uh, we have uh, Mr. Blaine Huter, pitcher for Weber International. And uh, Manny, you good? Everything good? Are oh, we good? We good? We good? Hang I mean, on. Uh, yeah, uh, let, let's talk a little Sun Conference basketball. Let's talk about what happened this week weekend, Manny. Uh, I want to start down your neck of the woods uh, in Miami Gardens, uh, Saint Thomas Bobcats. Um, yeah, you know, I said it I said it three weeks ago, and St. Thomas has made me finally look smart at something in Sun Conference basketball. Mm-hmm. They look like uh, the St. Thomas, what we saw at the end of last year. And, man, they're rocking and rolling, Manny. I'll let you take it away.
2: No, they are. I mean, I think that this team, from the beginning, they were kind of a team made for the playoffs, you know, but the problem was we had to get there. And the way we were getting there, they didn't look so good. But to their credit, they have turned it around. I think a big thing for them, Josh Taylor, I'm really liking the way he's just kind of seamlessly came. I'm not going to say seamlessly because there was a little bit of a learning curve, a, a little bit of a growing pain that, with it. But now that he's kind of become that connector, you know, we we know what Curious one does in the paint. We know what Milton Matthews is going to do from the three-point line. The, the, the shooting is going to be there. But we had nobody really in that mid-post, high-elbow area that can really do work. And Josh Taylor is perfectly that. Josh Taylor is what he has always – he is what we all thought he was going to be, a great mid-range assassin. That man understands his game, understands where his step are going to be. Another performance where he has 20 points. And overall, I mean, the team has come together in an impressive way. They're stringing together some, some big games, some big wins on the road at home. Um, in the end, though... I also think from the Weber side of things, it was a situation where it was a good offensive game, but they just couldn't seem to get stops together. They couldn't string stops together. And I think that's what ultimately did them in. I mean, 20 points is what you kind of expect if you're not going to be able to stop any team in this conference this year. Uh, so I think that's what it came down to. The Bobcats had a great good day. They've just kind of stacked days on each other. I think they're heading into the second round on a high note. We'll see if they can keep it rolling, though.
1: Yeah, you know they're, they're fine this are And I'm looking now at Josh Taylor and Milton Matthews, and I'm trying to convince myself this isn't the best duo right now. Uh, in, in the Sun Conference, it's it's great. I mean, they they, they they've been phenomenal. Um, man, want to keep keep it keep it on a uh, rolling. The women's side side of things got to be a happy dominant win. Mar- Marta Franco. Uh, you know, we talked about someone else stepping up for the Bobcats um, alongside Brookman. Marta's uh,
2: She's been great. She's been great. Another 18-point uh, perf- performance from her. 18, 6, 5, and 6 or, or something along those lines. I know she had a season-high five steals. She was just out there doing everything. Uh, credit to her because first half was a little bit of a struggle. Second half really bounced back, and you wouldn't even have known she struggled in that first half. The the Bobcats, similar to, to the men's side, they they I think they've had a better first half of the season for sure. Um, those two losses, I think, really sting with them. They, they they definitely feel like they didn't play their best in either one of those losses. One being to the fire at home, one being the, the Seahawks on the road just two games ago now. Um, but I think that they're going in the right direction. They understand this conference is wide open. They understand that even though Southeastern is sitting up top in the conference, they're right on their heels and they've got play- teams behind them on their heels. So it's about just string again together string games together string performances together you know i was talking to coach walker after the kaiser game and she said like the biggest thing is you can't take even a quarter off this season like that that is the difference right now in in the the gap that they these teams have with each other from the number one seed all the way down so i credit them to bounce back from that seahawks loss that i think hurt a lot more than even the southeastern loss but they're going to keep it rolling and and I'm, i'm excited to see second half of the season yeah,
1: uh, moving on, let's talk about that team up in Lakeland, Florida, Southeastern Fire, uh, had two players have argu- arguably their best uh, games, both on the men's and women's side. Manny, we'll start with the women's 87-45, a dominant win for the team that has emerged as, I I think, a clear uh, number one at the halfway Mark of the Sun Conference Women's Basketball Series, and Anaya Coleman, 15 points, 12 of those being on four shots from behind the arc, and she passed out six dimes to go with that. Manny, they're getting that production with Coleman with names that we've already talked about a good bit this year. got to watch out for the fire. This seems like a team that could sneak around, get start receiving some votes and really run run away with with the regular season conference over the next couple of weeks.
2: The only thing I'm going to say about the fire, and the only reason I'm saying is because we've seen it, we're going to get to it in a moment here. You cannot let your foot off the gas because yep. if you do, that team is gonna. There is a team gonna get you up. And again, we're talk about this in a second here because the team got got. They got got, and and, and it's really it's gonna shake things up. But to the credit of the fire, they lost that first game in conference. You know, we're not. You and I were talking about if they go down o two, what are we looking at? Could they do it? They didn't even want to even think about that. They bounced back, and they've been on a winning streak ever since. Becky Kledejiv is really doing her, her best. I think she has now also entered. I think she's already there, but now she's really solidified herself as a player of the year candidate. I do think now it's a three-person three, three person race. Maybe the two leading, it might be Brooke and her because, again, team success and the numbers. But overall, the fire, the depth is there. It's always been there. And like you mentioned, come Coleman, 15 points. This is the most impressive thing for me about the fire. I think this might be the most deepest team I have seen, again, that I have seen my four years here just because I see them put out players that maybe they only play 10 minutes. But those 10 minutes, they were a plus. They helped the team. if it was by one point. And, again, in a conference like this, that one point could be the difference between a win and a loss.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Just had some NFL news pop up. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers hire Arthur Smith is there. Next offense coordinator. All right, uh, moving on men's side of things. Anthony Duncan has his best game in a fire uniform uh, this year: fifteen points, seven for eight from the field, nine rebounds. Fire
2: starting to uh, they're starting to a little life, starting to get a little heat in the furnace, Manny. They really are, and and I like the direction that they're going. Again, another team that. They got to bank on their depth, now, their depth. Now, I'm going to be honest, though. Look at the stats. You would have thought this should have been a Warner victory. I mean, they won the turnover battle. They were a better three-point shooting team. They're a better free-throw shooting team. But I think this is one of those games where the stats don't do the, the crunch time number, the crunch time performance justice. Again, it's only a four-point victory for the for the fire. And I think they were just the better team down the stretch. And at this point, those are the teams that are going to win games. It's, it's really that simple because when you have a player like Anthony Duncan 15 points. No one really expects that. Very efficient shooting, as well. Seven of eight from from the field, nine rebounds, front with a double double. Those are the names, those are the, the performances you're going to need from these teams because, you know, we talk about it at the highest level and the, at, the, at the professional level, you know, you're talking about quote unquote role players or the others who are going to win you a series at times. Right now, we're talking about a one-off game in the playoffs in a couple weeks. Here, those ple- those people could win you a game. You know, Anthony, there could be a game where we say that was the Anthony Duncan game. He just came out. He had a great performance off the bench, or, or maybe if he gets a start some, sometime. Those are the type of names you gotta you gotta credit for this success. So I'm very excited to see the fire put together. You know, again, another team that if you don't respect them, they gonna get you. They gonna get you because I think that they're gonna be flirting with that four middle of the pack, maybe a little bit higher seeds come playoff time.
1: Yeah, um, I, I'm right there with you. We, we we talked about this team a good bit over the la- last couple of weeks. No reason to keep harping on it. They got a ton of experience coming back, and if the, if Anthony Duncan uh, continues uh, to to go to put up games like this, and Makai um, uh, v- uh, Vassal is another name for Southeastern, obviously, if he continues. Uh, to, to produce he's put a couple good good games together recently uh they're definitely a team I, uh, like you said could sneak uh put me there that four or five seed and i don't know if i would be wanting to wanting to face them but i don't know who i would want to face in the sun <laughs> conference tournament but moving on manny said a team got got a team most definitely got gitted, and uh that was kaiser's women's basketball team uh florida memorial uh Picks up a huge win uh, to keep their chances of a conference tournament appearance alive, 54-53 over the Kaiser Seahawks. Manny, what happened with, with Kaiser?
2: I remember when I saw the, the live stats and I'm like, am I reading this right right now? Because I'll be honest with you, you know, I was talking to some people around the conference and I was a little worried. I I I wasn't really ready to come on here and say but I was like, "Are the lions gonna go win? Like I was I was like, this is not looking good. Like it just wasn't And again, to their credit, it wasn't anything that they were doing. They were just undermanned. You know, in a conference like this, we kept talking about depth, 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 depth. They just did not have a lot of the bodies to be able to compete. But to their credit, they fought. I think it just came down to them wanting it more. They said, we are not going to end this first round of conference without a win. Now that I think they were going to beat the Seahawks, absolutely not. That was not on my bingo card, but they played, I think, their best game of the season. They, as a unit, your highest score is 14 points with Diamond Hayes. And if you would have told me Deja Thornton was going to go two for 12, I'd be like, that might be a tough game. But again, the Lions, as a collective, they just stepped up and finished the job. You know, seven of 20 isn't the best shooting percentage. But again, when you that's better than what they have been shooting you look at the at the Seahawks side of things 18 turnovers that is not going to get it done um you have four players in double figure scoring but that was really much it there was literally no other scores aside from Kyra Long who had 10 Ellison El- Eliza Ellison who had 11 Elena Schaefer who had 12 and Mimi Hine who had 14 out of those four players the rest of the team combined for six points that's not going to get it done. Like you can't rely on four players pretty much to have your offense going. And that's why we have a 50 to 50 game. And that's why the Lions won, because the Lions are going to win games that are low scored They're not going to really be able to outscore you or have a high paced offense. As of right now, again, things could turn around. But we've seen the trend continue where the Lions can't even—they're they're flirting with 60. They're not even really getting 60, 65 points. So if you're going to keep them in a 50-point game, I promise you that's going to be right up, right up their wheelhouse. And again, late-game execution comes down to getting an offensive, getting a, a defensive rebound could have won the game here for the Seahawks. Instead, Lions get it back. It's a foul called, and they hit two free throws to, to win the game. So that really would have come down to you give the Lions an opportunity. They snatched it in. You know, now I might have heard the Seahawks' chances of finishing higher up than they would than they are going to finish here in the standings.
1: Yes, yeah, it's, it's definitely one we'll circle back to because um, when we get to seeding, there's no doubt a game or two is going to be separating a one, two, three, four somewhere in there, and we'll definitely look look back at it overall. Though, um, yeah, you know, I, I think Kaiser just got got on off day. Uh, that that that's just kind of is what it is that happens now. So no team that got got it just it flipped right right back on them with uh Kaiser beating Florida Memorial 7874 number 16th ranked uh Lions they suffer another another loss guy I think that number is gonna be disappearing uh beside their logo unfortunately um or at the very least dropping it, it to to uh somewhere in the 20s or receiving votes whatever uh Manny uh I tell you what Kaiser Outside of Ave Maria, man, this might be the most complete team uh, in, in, the, in the Sun Conference. They have someone else uh, step up, Justin uh, Nicholson, uh, one of the better games. He's had 22 and 11, uh, an efficient 8 from 18 from the field.
2: In the standings right now, like currently it is FMU, Kaiser, and STU all tied for the number two seed at four and three. Um, that is exactly how it, it lists. So technically, Flomo is second, Kaiser is third, St. Thomas is fourth. I'm going to be honest with you. Of those three teams, Kaiser and STU are the ones right now playing better basketball than Florida Memorial. And I think even Kaiser is, is on a different level than the Bobcats. To the Bobcats' credit, they beat the Seahawks at, at Kaiser. That was a very, very big win, and, I, and I'm not taking anything away from the, from the Bobcats. But I just, like you mentioned, the way that the Kaiser Seahawks have been playing for the entire season has something I really like. They understand their identity. Like They understand that this team, this team's style operates... From the duo that is Calvin Sermons and Vincent. Again, I'm not gonna say his last name because I just don't really want to butcher it. But we know who we're talking about here. Arguably the best point guard in the in the conference. Arguably the best big man in the conference. Arguably the best duo in the conference. Again, like you mentioned, there's a there's a duo down here. Miami Gardens is gonna have something to say about that. But we've seen it firsthand. I mean, in the game where Vincent goes for another double double 11 and fourteen. Calvin Sermons fifteen and eleven. Assists, by the way, and then you have Justin Nicholson, twenty-two points, eleven rebounds. Everybody understands. Look, we're gonna play off this two-man game here. We're gonna have you know Calvin getting in the paint. He's gonna kick it out. Everybody knows. Get to the corners. Get to the wings. Space the court so that way he has his kickouts. He has his dish outs. And then Vincent, when they start doubling or he gets offensive rebounds like he always does, that's the best time to get out to get off three-point shots. So you got a bunch of shooters around. Are one of the best. Just driving, creating point guards in the conference and a post present that you need. You know, when that ball goes down there and events it, you got to turn your head. That split second, that shooter's moving to the corner and now it's a knockdown three and we're going the other way on defense. So the Seahawks have come together. I like it. They're going to be a big player come second round of the conference here.
1: Looking elsewhere, wrapping up what happened this weekend, Ave Maria women's basketball, uh, 63-57. Manny,
2: solid win for Ave Maria. This is a pretty open and shut one. You know, Avi just, they did yep. what they do best. It's, yep. just, that's what it is. Avi Maria is just continuing, and now they've put themselves in a good position to be fighting for that number one spot.
1: Yeah, and then move, moving right, right on uh, their men's game. I mean, this this is the most complete team in the conference. This is the team to beat um, through the first half of Sun Conference play on, on the men's side without a shadow of a doubt at this point. Just because – we I just mentioned it with Kaiser, the way they're t- playing team ball. Look at what Ave Maria, Maria did he, he, here, Manny. He, again, uh, uh, it's like night in, night out. They're going to have four or five guys in double figures. Jalen White, 16 – I mean, it's a cool little six from ten from the field from him. He's emerged. I mean, you got to think after that St. Thomas game, his confidence is through the roof. He's playing great ball. Um, Nick's playing great ball. Miles is playing great ball. Man, this is a legit team, and it's a shame if they're not in the top 25 uh,
2: very soon. Oh, I'm I'm agreeing with you there. Before we get there though, I am going to continue my coastal stand that I agenda that I've been pushing the past couple of weeks. I just like this team, man. Like this no, is the best fun. offense we've seen from them playing. And again, we are gonna say it, the Avia effect. But this lets me know that there is an offense here for the coastal Georgia Mariners. We've talked about their defense. We know how how stout it can be, but if they have this type of offense where, you know, you're 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 getting to the eighties, you're flirting with a little bit higher in the eighties. I, I like Coastal Georgia, you know, as a dark horse here when we get to postseason. I like, yeah, like you said, always been the best team since the since the beginning of the season in the conference play. They continue to be the best team. They, I'm not gonna say now when I word this, I mean the sense of winning the conference, uh, ter- uh, championship and regular season. I think they are going to be there. Of course, they're gonna be the favorites to do it. When I say that the conference runs through Ave, I just mean you're going to have to play them at some point. I don't know if they're going to host yet. Obviously, that is what it's looking towards, but there's plenty of teams that feel like they can get them, and they already have one loss. And before you know it, in a week's time, we could be talking about them having two or three because, again, off nights are a thing. Sometimes people have amazing nights. But on paper right now, you're talking about this past game. Michael Klinkus, Jonathan Efforts, Noreen Leslie, Nick Fletchner, Jalen White, and Miles McCormick combined for 89 points. 89 points talk about team ball at its finest these these guys understand that if they move that rock everybody's gonna get a piece of the sugar no matter who scores 20 no matter who scores 25 they're all gonna go home with that win and if you if you want to win a sun conference championship at some point you're gonna have to play this this dog of a team
1: yeah you know we're gonna do our sun conference uh all-star game, game draft here in just a minute um uh, just give me ave Maria starting pop <laughs>
2: Good. <laughs> it, it th- throw it back to the, to the to the Atlanta Hawk days where we go on mm, all, all five starting fires, I got all five starters. Oh going my god! Start, Don't <laughs> what, a what, a, what a time! What it's what it's on to be alive. <laughs> god, bring Six, me back to Fox. Josh Smith,
1: Al, FT Al Horford, like the best Al Horford. Kyle Corver. A cool oh, little 50 40, The streak 90. was alive back
2: then. Yes, yes. God, oh, I
1: remember. Oh, I remember I, I'm a Hawks fan, man. I remember that dude. What that a time was, to be alive, dude! I thought we were about to beat LeBron. <laughs> and then they just dog walk us four straight like games. The
2: playoffs are a different animal. <laughs> Bro, I, was like so, I
1: was so ticked off, dude. I was like, "You, this ain't whatever. Whatever, you're going to get me all mad before we do this. All right, Manny, let's do uh, all, all-star game draft. Way it's going to work. Uh, you pick five, I pick I pick five. Uh, we'll go back back and forth, Manny. Uh, we'll do the men's side first. Would you like the first pick of the men's or the first pick of the women's, Manny?
2: You're the first pick of the women's you, you you
1: got the men's you got the men's i got the men's um who tough one um i mean there's a ton 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 of great players but when i when i look at how i want to build my team i want a shooter i definitely want a, want a three point shooter to build it around um, and I'm going to go to pro- one of the best in, in the conference and a guy that's done it at a, at a high level for a couple of years. Give me Milton Matthews from the St. Thomas Bobcats, first off the board, Manny.
2: I definitely knew he was going to be one of, one of the first two off the board here. And I'm going to be a sucker here for, for small guards, but I don't care. I'm going Calvin Sermons out of Kaiser. I, I like to, to build my team. I, I think you have to have guard play. Guard play is very important this this landscape of basketball nowadays. So I'm going to have arguably the best one at the number one spot.
1: Tough. Took mine. Uh, that's def- that's where I was going to go. Great pick. But with that being said, I'll go. Uh, You know what? I think he'll still be there. I think he'll still be there next go around. Just go ahead and give me. Oof, my team's is going to be like Ave Maria. A whole lot of points. A whole lot of points. But I am going to go with uh another guy outside of Ave before I start hitting that, that honey hole for sure. Uh, I'm going to go Tyrone Nesby, man. He's had a tough last couple of games, but we all know the talent. Yeah, he's got – I still think he's the best overall – or, excuse me, best offensive player uh, in in this conference still. Um, Yeah, give give me him. Between him and Milt, uh, I know we're going to score a lot at, at
2: this point. No, I I understand the now I got to at least get to to some somewhere in the 80s to even have a chance. Yeah. Um. To to go along with Calvin, I am gonna need. I think I'm gonna go with the big here because there's plenty. Like you said, plenty of guards to, to have to work with, and I think my guard that I want will still be there at later on here. And even though I don't want to split the duo because we've seen how good it is, I just think you pay, you pair Calvin Sermons with curious Warren, the athletic mm, ability, yeah, the the, the, the the blocking. Because now Calvin, we know how he is it on defense. Now he could be ultra-aggressive, 94 feet, because he knows he's got Warren behind him protecting the rim. So so give me curious warren to, to hunker down my defense averaging nearly five blocks a game this season.
1: Well, if you're gonna go with with a big like that, I gotta go get my my big and I'm gonna go to West Palm Beach. Give me Vincent, man. Give me Vincent from from uh kaiser i I gotta get my cards right now but i like i like my 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 three i like my three so far
2: i'm I'm between two right now but i think i'm gonna go back to the guard here and i'm gonna be a little small but i really want to see this backcourt so give me Blaze Darling, who is okay. having one like of the better conferences, better seasons this year, one better career seasons this year. And I think that backcourt, we're going to be fast. We're going to be athletic. We're going to be quick. We're going to run the floor. And then I I like it. I, I like the speed right now with these three on my team. Man,
1: give me another big guard here. I got a lot of height on this team. I'm going to keep keep it that way. Give me Nick Filchner uh, from from Ave Maria. I mean, that's a six, seven 200-pound uh, uh yeah, they got Melissa's guard. Throw him at the two. Um, We got there. There are some good names on the board still for for, for a guy I can put in my one. But yeah, dude, give
2: me Nick. I am going to have to go with the duo eventually. And, I, of course, I had to be a St. Thomas duo. I think when we slow it down a little bit, like I said, I got to hit that high elbow, that, that mid-post area. I need a mid-range assassin. Give me Josh Taylor. Give me JT Was having a great start since he came back from injury. 20 points per game. I I, I like it, and I think I'm going to rock him with my, my four.
1: Okay, I like it. Uh, Now, I got a decision to make. Um, But I'll tell you what, I'm going to go uh, Chance Caruso from Florida Memorial Uh, for – for the guy I put put in my one. I mean he's uh, uh second in the conference p- behind Calvin and assists averaging about 6 assists a game. I like him to uh, run, run an offense with uh Tyrone Nesby, Milton Matthews, uh Vincent and Nick. I like I like my five man. I, I, we're we're going to put up about 115 a game.
2: <laughs> this last spot for me, I got a few names in mind, but I'm going to go with somebody who really impressed me when he came down here again, the Ave Maria St. Thomas game. And I think I would be completely wrong if I don't have at least one Jairine on my team. So give me miles Montecourt, because for whatever reason, no matter how hot he is, he always seems to get open. And in a team like mine, where we've got a plenty of, of pass first guys, I think he's going to at least get five threes a game. So give me Montecourt to finish out my five. And like I said, we're we going to put up a lot of points now.
1: All right. So I'm texting you now. So we keep it up. I got, Crusoe at the one, uh, going to put Nick at the two, Nick Filchner at the two. Uh, then my two forwards are going to be Nesby and Milt. And my big man's Vincent. All right, texting you that now so I don't so we don't forget and so we can make a graphic. all right all right Caruso from Florida Memorial Nick uh, Filchner from Ave Maria Tyrone Nesby from Weber Weber Milton Matthews from uh, uh St Thomas and then Vincent from Kaiser look at there five five players five different Sun conference teams not too bad nobody from Southeastern on this team interesting I definitely had add Reggie as a guy could have gone off the board from coastal georgia nobody from coastal nick giles definitely could uh what was a guy that uh that could have gone no eden Holt. i really thought you were gonna go Eden Holt uh with your point guard
2: i i, I like calvin and, and i'm a sucker for for blaze having a really good season right now you know no i like it i like it i like it all right um
1: all right let's move on to women's basketball manny you get the first overall pick
2: on that end Uh, I think we know who one and two are going to be. Maybe the top three. I think there's a little bit of order it could be now. But I'm going to keep the trend going of St. Thomas getting the number one pick. So I'm going to go Brooke Bogas to lead my team. Again, the Player of the Year candidate averaging 16 points a game. Uh, Coming off of two games ago, a double-double, 20 and 12. That's 12 rebounds, not assists. She's having a heck of a season, and I think she's going to continue that trend in the second half.
1: Yep, easy for me then. Jasmine Edwards um, speaks for herself, averaging uh, 16 and 11. Enough said.
2: Now, this one is going to be a little bit different. They they kind of contradict each other, and again, I'm going to go back to to my post player here. I'm going to go Kiki Bertsman because she really impressed me when the fire came down here. A little bit of of a contradiction to to broken the speed, but when we get that half-court game, that two-man game, is going to be very, very hard to stop.
1: Hmm. All right. Now, interesting for me at this point, which direction do I want to go? I'll tell you what. i got to go with another player of the year candidate, and I think, uh oh, my bad. Apologies for that notification coming through there. Sorry about that. Uh, I'm going. Uh, uh, Becky from Southeastern. Uh, I'm gonna put put her and my point guard pair up with Jasmine.
2: I like that one. I like that pick. News she's gonna be there. And do I want to go a guard or Ryan go a forward here? I think we got a lot of guards. Uh, I'm noticing a lot of teams right now in the conference playing with that four guard lineup. So there's definitely a lot of guards to pick from. I'm going to go with Samantha Pacheco as mm. my two because I think she's a very good floor general. I think she can play off Brooke very, very well and let Brooke be a little bit more of a scoring guard or something I know. She just comes naturally to her, and Pacheco can just run the show. And, again, she's a workhorse. I mean, that girl's putting up 40-minute games like it's nothing. Yeah. Uh, for
1: me, Manny, I'm going to Weber International, and I am getting Miss Jada Burgess. I mean, I know uh it doesn't um you know she hasn't played the whole year but you look at Weber uh from how they were before versus what Weber is now dude I mean it's two completely different teams plus you uh pair her up with Becky and, and Jasmine oh I mean holy shot she's she's gonna get
2: now for this one I'm definitely going back to St. Thomas I gotta pick somebody here and I think I'm gonna go with a little bit of a, of a dark horse pick here. I'm going to go with Renee Tumlin strictly because of the defense. We If you've watched any Bobcat games, you know if number two in white is guarding you, she is not going to make it an easy day. And I think I'm going to need a little bit of science to, to to help those two smaller guards up there. So I think Renee Tumlin is going to be my my kind of wild pick here.
1: Do I go with another guard and really solidify that four guard? I mean, like you mentioned, I mean, pretty much the conference is – a. Four guard, uh, system, right, Manny?
2: Yeah, I completely agree with you right now. Even some of the quote unquote fours that are, would be a little bit more—they're still guards in, in in certain aspects. So,
1: yeah, I mean, you say Jasmine Edwards is a four, really? Um, yeah. Um. So yeah, I'll go to St. Thomas too. I'll pick up Marta Franco.
2: I like that one. I like that one. Uh, my last pick here. Do I go? against the grain and go with the four guard for the four man who's like more of a guard. You know what? Let's, let's stay down here in St. Thomas. We're, I'm going to go Paige McDonald, Paige McDonald was at a very good second half of the first round of conference here. A couple double digit scoring games. Again, one of the best shot blockers in the conference. I like it at my four there. She can stretch it for a little bit, you know, a little underrated for sure. Kind of play off of Becky and the, po- uh, Kiki in the post, excuse me. So I, I like it around on my five. All
0: right.
1: Uh, no, that, that's a good one. I like that. Um, Go with the forward from uh West Palm Beach. I'm gonna go uh, Elise Ellison, uh very, very solid player the last couple of years in West Palm Beach, averaging uh twelve twelve and eight uh right now, plus a uh steal a game. I like it. Um gives gives me uh someone uh, besides Jasmine Edwards uh that can get get a lot a lot of rebounds. I like, oof! I tell you what, man, I'm not gonna lie. I think I might smoke you in both of these games. I like wow, it. I'm telling crazy. you, I think I might smoke you in both of these. I will right,
2: we'll let the people decide. We'll let the people decide. Wow! No Deja Thornton. No, no. I Deja thought about Thornton. it. I, I definitely thought about it. I definitely thought about it. You know, again, she's one of the best, flat-out scores in the conference. Um, you know her. You know, so Courtney Long out of, out of Warner was another one I had. Julie Fitzwater, Maria Coleman. I mean, there are so many names. This this conference is these men's and women's side. I mean, – you know, at halfway point, I do want to say, great season by by both the men's and women's in, in this conference. Every game, I don't think there's been one day where it's been quote unquote boring. Every game has been some type of back and forth. There's been overtime games, there've been game winners, there have been upsets, there have been the the only even the blowouts have been very entertaining from start to finish. So, credit to to those ladies, those men out there putting on that, that hard work and yep. best of luck the rest of the way.
1: Yeah, I mean, we could have done two or three rounds, but I'm just, I mean, you know, there's no point in really doing yeah. it, doing all that. I mean, we, we we mentioned that we could easily keep going. We we could do four. We could do four teams, really. Um, I got to like
2: 20, 20 names just to have them, just to just be able to say, yeah, like, I know. We understand how deep this conference can be. I, I would love to see you know what, take the best in the conference. Let, let's go out there. I, I'll put my money against some of the Sun Conference against anybody. I mean, I think, I think
1: this Wednesday would have been a great time to do it. If we have a same, if we have a same, uh, uh, same schedule next year, you know, there's
2: a lot of non-conference games. I, I I
1: get not wanting to hurt, hurt, get your players hurt in uh, middle, and I get money goes into it. It's definitely, I know logistics and all that, but be pretty cool. It would be pretty cool to see a Sun Conference All Star, and I mean, I mean, Ave Maria just got a new
2: gym, and that is a field house. Oh, I've been there for for my game. Oh my. God, that thing is – Probably ugly. have to
1: do it. Pro- we'll probably have to do it at one of the Polk County schools, just thinking about Coastal Georgia too. Um,
2: kind of like how this the, the, the crossover at the beginning of the year, you know, the, the Southern States Sun Conference crossover. Yeah, you can do one of those in those states.
1: Or even do it at a neutral, um, like a what Polk f- State. Yeah.
2: All I'm saying is Sun Conference, hit up, hit up your boy Reagan. I promise you, that that, that is Reagan the GM. He'll, yeah, he'll I, get, he'll I, ain't, get
1: the- I ain't got enough on my plate. Let's add on to it. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right, uh, great episode, Manny. Uh, we're going to kick it over now to myself and uh, Weber International University pitcher, Mr. Blaine Huter. We will talk to you all Friday. Mm-hmm. Okay, we welcome on a very special guest to Suncast, if you're just seeing this, on uh, Instagram for the first time. You see us in person, it's because of one of my good friends over at Weber International, a starting pitcher. Pitcher to watch for the 10th ranked Warriors this year, Mr. Blaine Heater. Blaine, give me a handshake, man. How are we doing?
0: We're doing good. We're doing very, very good.
1: Awesome, man. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll just uh, start off by, by saying, first off,
0: thanks for coming
1: on, man. Really, really appreciate you. Should have had you on last year. Great having you on uh, this year. Uh, let's talk about the, the end of your season last year. You were phenomenal down the stretch. We all remember the complete game against Ave Maria. You were really strong in the conference tournament as well. Just talk about uh, uh some of those memories you had. You had your first years at Weber.
0: Um, definitely some memorable uh experience I had. Um, down the especially starting conference. I definitely didn't think I was gonna have um, as good as a outcome that I did. Right. But um. Our staff kept me in line for sure, and I had a couple of those good outings. Um, yeah, I mean, we can go off of that
1: and talk a little bit about the staff this year uh, for Weber. Obviously, Xavier Rodriguez, first World Series uh, winning pitcher in Warrior Baseball history. He's um, moved on, but you bring back uh, a guy and Dylan Martin. Loved the outlaw. Tell us a little bit about the, the outlaw and
0: what he makes a Weber baseball man. I mean, out, the outlaw is the <laughs> – is the Weber baseball? I mean, I mean the personification of it e- easily. There I mean, you go. The outlaw is everything you can think of. I mean, he's yeah. just he's just that guy that you can go to no matter what. He's gonna he's gonna produce. He's gonna he's gonna get you the, the results that you that you want and need as a starter. And he's 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 your guy. He's yeah. Your guy.
1: Yeah, I mean, you two, uh, we're, we're really looking forward uh, to covering. You know, obviously, I'm really excited to be on the call with uh, you two. When we look at the Weber lineup, though, there are, there are some holes that are going to be replaced. So, if you look at Drake Dobianski going Luis Acevedo, Angel Diaz. I mean, obviously some big bats, but we have returning production. You look at uh, Josh Blackmore, Ty Milliner, uh, Richard Rod- Rodriguez, Ian Kalman. A lot of guys coming coming back from not only the, the team that had success last year, but the World Series team from two years ago. So, tell us about some new guys for Weber. Who's some new faces? That uh, have given you some trouble while you've been pitching against in the last few months. I'm sure you're ready to stop pitching to to these guys.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, We got Ryan, Ryan Risio. I mean, he's he's a weapon. He's lethal. He's lethal. He's gonna be a threat at third base. Yeah. He's gonna be a threat to pitch against too. Um, We got Gabby. Gabby's uh, Gabby's very, very, very good at at the plate. Nice. I mean, even got Ian. Ian's Ian seems like he's really back, taken a bit a big step forward from last year to this year. That's that's what I'm saying. He's definitely I a, 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 a I don't know if at least twice as good as he was last year. Oh wow! Personally, I think Ian's definitely put in the work for sure, and it's showing. Um, we also got uh Tedders, Devin Tedders. Nice. He's gonna be he's gonna be a very 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 big part. Is he lineup. is is uh, Teddy going kind of gonna be one of those guys that? Uh, uh,
1: we remember Drake. He was a great uh, hitting, but that glove in center field, man. I mean, it was it, it was fantastic for us the last couple of years. You see, um, maybe he can be one of those guys that uh, takes some reps in center field.
0: I, I know he will. I played with him for three years at South Florida. Oh, nice! Um, and that was that was my guy. Yeah, that's that's my center fielder. He's definitely. He's gonna be flying out there in the outfield. Excited well, I see him make some web gems. You
1: mentioned uh, South Florida. There's a lot of teams in the South Conference who've gotten some great talent from South Florida. What makes uh, South Florida State a really good uh, baseball juco?
0: Um, really just the coaching staff. Honestly, um, without the coaching staff, I mean, you're not really getting a whole lot of really anything because you're getting you're getting high school guys and they're right. they're really just building they're building. Guys, I mean, they built me to where I am today. Like right. they, they, brung me along, along the way. Well, uh, another
1: big reason for Weber's success the last couple of years is the staff that, that, that uh, they have the coaching staff that uh, Colin Martins built there. Tell us a little bit about the uh, pitching coaching staff
0: uh, and what they've done to develop you at, at in Babsen Park. I mean, what haven't they done? Hawkenberry, <laughs> H- he's he's a beast. He's, yeah, he's he knows everything about everything and yeah. he wants the best for you and the whole staff and he he's going full force for you no matter what we got pike pike's no longer with us no more right um but same way i mean he's very hands-on that they're both very hands-on and very knowledgeable a lot a lot of experience yeah um you got pat I mean, tell Pat, me,
1: tell yeah, me about am Pat. About Pat. I'm really, excited to see Pat Borders. Uh, tell us a little bit about him. I mean, he's going to be, a, a, I think, a big, big part of the uh, Warrior staff, obviously this year. Man. Pat,
0: Pat's definitely going to be a huge key to because we're we're not. He's he's going to be calling our games, and it's going to be, it's going to be something serious. I can't I can't wait. He's very nice. very very knowledgeable. Very, very knowledgeable. Pretty good uh, background in the sport of baseball,
1: too, yeah? Very good. He tells tell us a little bit about about, uh, about uh, his playing. I mean, he, I'd say he's a guy I would love to have on just to talk about uh, his, his baseball experience, but he tells tell people a little bit about uh, his MLB, Tom.
0: Yes, I know he's got at least probably 30 to 40 years combined of like, MLB experience. Uh, whatever playing coaching playing experience. coaching experience sure. he's yeah. got a, a World Series MVP ring yeah. from I don't know exactly when it was but <laughs> he's got, he's got an MVP ring from yeah. World Series don't want to age him too much here right? yeah <laughs> don't, don't let him yeah. but uh, yeah he's I mean he's he's, 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 he's yeah. great he's got he, gotta yes. got have him on you ha- yeah you have to gotta to have him on you,
1: yeah. you gotta got, got have Coach Pat, uh, Pat Borders on play with uh um, uh, K borders too, uh, you know, just just Weber guys, a yeah. whole a lot of Weber just guys. Bunch,
0: just a bunch of Weber guys. A bunch either. of warriors,
1: man. Um, but like we said, uh, you, uh, you transferred in from South, Flo- South Florida uh, State last year, was your first year in the Sun Conference. And you and every other pitcher that has ever pitched in this conference has run into some bats. Um, it, it, it's inevitable in this conference. To, uh, just tell us about what being a pitcher in the Sun Conference is like and the stress
0: that it has. I mean, it's definitely it's definitely to uh, take your toll on some teams. You know, you can't underestimate any anybody. I yeah. mean, really anybody. I mean, they're especially especially southeastern. I mean, you, you cannot no yeah cannot sleep on southeastern. They're very good yeah uh, team. I mean, Ave Ave is very good yeah. But I mean, there's not a team that you can't overlook. Right. There, there, there isn't a single team. I mean, it's the NAI. Like it, it's baseball. Anything can happen. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I kind of found that out last year. One seed enter, entering the opening round and. To a barbecue, um, you know, we we were all, yeah, we were all all, all uh, upset about that, but I'm sure it was a great learning experience. What did the for guys sure. that that are coming back, and I'm sure uh Coach Coach Colin Martin has implicated this for this year too. What y'all learn from uh, going up to t- Tennessee as a one seed and
0: not not making it to Lewiston? I mean, just oh, I I think that we overlooked being the mo- the number one seed, and I thought that we were that. We were in a comfortable spot. We were not in a comfortable spot right. at all, and we found that out very quick, mm-hmm. very, very quick. Um, we learned that that it's going to take a lot more. Than I mean, there's teams. great teams. They're all great teams. Yeah, it
1: doesn't mean, matter what four seed Indiana Wesleyan won that uh, regional. Exactly. So, I mean, go, go to show you. Look, two years ago Weber was a three seed and made it to to Lewis, in which I'm sure that's on your bucket list this year. What would it? What, what as if you. Obviously, we got a long time until then. We but do. have have you thought any about like what it would be pitching under uh, under the lights in Lewis and Idaho?
0: I mean, a, dr- a dream come true. Yeah. I mean, I, I've never been in in any playoff like playoff baseball or anything except for last year, and right. I really didn't even get a whole experience of it. But sure. I mean, just being in the conference tournament and pitching in that like I could, I would, I was it was an honor. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it was it was huge. Like I this is the stuff that you dream about as a kid.
1: Yeah. It's sick, man. I mean, I, I you know going in a year three broadcasting for y'all. I'm re- really excited. Weber baseball means a ton to me, obviously. But for you, I want I want to hear
0: from you. What What does Weber baseball mean to you, man? I mean, Weber baseball is exactly what it sounds like. I mean, it's the guys here, the boys, I, the, the boys, I mean, boys. We're here, like this. Like I've never played with a group of guys that I have with last year. And even this year with the new guys coming in, I mean, yeah. we're all very close. Like the coaching staff, great coaching staff. We're all tight. Love that, I mean, man. it's 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 a, it's definitely a program to be a part of for sure. Awesome,
1: love to love to do that. A big bummer though, man. We were so hype. I can't imagine how hype y'all were last week. About to go to Shreveport. Play uh Mid Am NAS, World Series team LSU Shreveport uh, one of the blue chip and out baseball programs. I know it's not exactly the uh. A- obviously I wanted to go there got rained out that sucks but man how excited are you just to get back out there uh Friday oh
0: I'm ready I'm tired of pitching against our guys That's what I'm, saying. I, I'm ready to towed up some, I guess some guys. I went to the
1: game Friday I was like ah they're starting to see Blaine a little, little bit better now than what they were yeah, in the fall world, exactly. world series but exactly. I'm, I'm yeah I'm excited so just, just tell us man what, what's working well uh for you I know you don't, don't want to say everything but but tell us what's, what's working uh for you and you know how's the arm feeling right now man
0: I mean everything's working pretty well. I mean nothing too specific, but I mean, I mean it's it's only up from here. Sure. So and my arm arms great. Arms always great. Don't ever really have any problems with that. So yeah, no. I got I, I gotta say I did notice when when I when I got back
1: this fall and definitely uh, when I got got back I was like, Blaine's kind of you know, okay get a little got got, got worked out bulking up man. What you uh, what were you do, doing this all season as far as like a workout plan? I mean you're wearing a hoodie right now so people can't tell me come on come on I'm
0: in the gym every day Um, I'm sticking to a pretty good pretty good diet I mean just eating eating very a lot eating a very lot a lot of chicken a lot lot of rice a lot of chicken a lot of a lot of potatoes a lot of protein shakes no soda just straight water chocolate milk that's it love it man
1: well uh, Blaine yeah, really appreciate you coming off you got anything else uh, you want to say Mike's all yours if not Ladies and gentlemen, there's the first uh, interview of the Sun Conference baseball season. Yeah, I'm all good, man. It was
0: a pleasure pleasure being on here. Appreciate you, bubble. Yes, sir.